Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Man, I got to tell you folks, I got to tell you folks, I am so excited for today's episode. Um, our, we have a couple of guests on that, um, I, you know, it's real, one of the cool things about being the captain of the ship or having your name on the door is every so often, it doesn't happen a lot. Um, you know, uh, people listen to me. And by people, I mean my wife and, um, you know, the big, uh, the big crew here at poprocksradio.com. No, it's just me and my wife. It isn't a big crew, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but we like to pretend it is. But anyway, um, we watch during the pandemic is really when I got into YouTube. I started, you know, stuck inside. I started watching all kinds of um these uh, zany channels and um, and some of the stuff I'm not I don't have any you know I'm not in that business I don't even really have any business watching some of these channels um, one of them was produced like a pro which is all about home production and and whatnot and, and you, I, I'm not in a band I don't play anything but I find it fascinating um, but another one is a, a channel um, it, I guess it will I'll find out but um, it's a channel that I just adore. It's called uh, Aiken Adventures, and it's this this really cool couple, and they've got a uh, couple youngsters, and they're based here in Florida, and they go all over Florida, all over Florida, and they make videos about it. And um, there's just so much fun to watch. They're not long involved. But you're not watching a movie or something. You know, you can watch it uh, during during supper or lunch or something, and, and it's just you know, really, really high production, really cool, and we've got them on today. So without further ado, we're going to talk more about their channel, their videos, them, everything. Um, I would like to welcome um, uh, Aiken Adventures uh, duo, the dynamic duo there, um, Anthony and, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, Anthony, what's your Elena. wife's name? Elena. Elena. I, for some reason, I was thinking Malena, and I'm like, that's not right. That's not right at all. Okay, I, I'll take it. That's fine. No, Elena. I think she's been getting that her whole life. The no. redheaded girl no, is good guys, enough. I'm telling you, you guys are actually YouTube stars. I love this whole YouTube revolution that's happened. Um, I have no interest in getting into that pool myself, but I think it's so cool because it shows – the potential of what you can do with content creation. And you guys do it yeah, really well, well, you know? Well, actually, there's like a whole listenable section of YouTube. They're getting into, like, YouTube is becoming a podcasting platform as well. So you should consider Absolutely. Uh, expanding a little bit. I, you know, I, I just got an email from them about it, and I, I actually am. The weird thing is for years, everybody, we've been doing, man, I've been doing this podcast I didn't even really, you know, I'm not a podcaster. I didn't start out doing this. 
what it was, um, Anthony and Elena, I used to live in California, Southern California. And I do, I paint pictures of people for a living. That's the day job. I've been doing that for 20 years. And I used to hang out, uh, I used to hang out at a lot of nightclubs. That's where a lot of my clients hung out. That's who I was selling paintings to. And, um, you know, I came to visit a friend in Florida. I met a girl, you know, you know that old story. And, and here I am 10 years later. But when I moved out here, um, a lot of my friends were like, well, what are you going to start doing? Going to all the nightclubs in Miami and stuff? And I'm like, no, man, I just met a girl. I like this girl. That's how you lose a girl, going out to nightclubs. <laughs> are you crazy? Um, no. And a friend of mine, he said, what is, I think this podcasting thing is going to take off. You know all these people. Why don't you do that? And so I'm like, I don't know anything about it, but I start doing it. And um, after a month, I ran out of people to interview. Um, I, I ran out of people that I knew that would be willing to call me. And it was just crazy. But I started going on uh, Kickstarter and just emailing people. I'm like, hey, I like your product or your project. Would you like to be on and talk about it? And that kept us afloat for a long time. And then, you know, now, now here we are. Um, now it's, I'm to the point where I can see somebody cool, like on YouTube or on the TV or whatever, and I can email them and say, yeah, I got a podcast. Do you want to be on it? <laughs> and Anthony said, yeah, yeah, I do. And so it's it's pretty pretty cool, you know, pretty sure. cool. How well, did you guys start making about, videos? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we um uh we were um so in 2020, um, my schedule like our schedules were totally disrupted, and um uh, and Elena was working a part time job just down the road from our house, and um, and then I. My schedule was changed, so on a few of the days of the week, I had Vivian all day, and I was watching her while Elena was having to, you know, report to work and stuff. So I I would be laying on the couch on Saturday, uh, you know, wake up, drive Elena to work, drop her off, go back home, lay on the couch, and uh, Vivian would watch me in the clubhouse for a few hours while I zoned in and out of consciousness, and then... um, um, and then I'd wake up and feed her to lunch and then put her to bed and then take another nap, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then I thought after doing that for maybe a couple of weeks, I started thinking, is this, are these the memories that I'm going to make with uh, our daughter? Like she's only going to be this little for a really short period of time. And I thought, you know, the whole world vacations in our background and really, um, when, you know, with working all the time, uh, we never really had much of an opportunity to take advantage of going and experiencing those things. And also, you know, very limited income and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just going to go see if there's some, just go explore and check out different towns. And if I make some videos about it, we might get some uh, residual income from that. And that might be able to fund us being able to do other things uh, in the future. And so that's kind of what the genesis of it was, was that um, I just decided to try to go make memories with my daughter. And um, and now we can look back on those. Um, She remembers a a lot of that stuff. She's pretty smart. I think every parent thinks that about their kids. But I think the contributing factor to that as well 
is that she's been able to watch the video. So I don't know if she just remembers it from, like, a third-person perspective of watching herself do those things. But it was kind of cool. Either way, she'll be able to look back and say, hey, that was the first time I slid, you know, slid down a slide, and you have it on video. And it's better edited than those 1990s camcorder videos that my grandmother made of our family eating dinner, you know. So. Right. But we got invested. Now, we don't even know you people personally, um, you know, up until this moment. And we got invested. We watched the video of the birth of your son, you know, and was fascinated yeah, by right. it. You know, I mean, it, it has been, you know, you're part of the family now. It's crazy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's it's neat because we actually have several people who regularly, because they regularly watch our videos, and they also regularly comment on our videos, and we always look forward to hearing from those people, and they tell us things about their lives as well. So, like, one lady lives up in the Melbourne area, kind of on the Space Coast, mm-hmm. and she tells us about her backyard and about the different things that are going on in her life, and also about she recently had a, uh, her, her children recently had a baby, so she had her first grandchild, and she said that um, our, our videos were sort of alleviating some of the uh, anxiety that she was having about having a young child around again because um, she felt like she was kind of out of practice with that. And so, uh, you know, it's kind of neat because um, we uh, do, you know, enter into other people's lives and they and towers. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Me and my wife, as I was telling you uh, off mic before we started the show, um, Elena, it, it's amazing because, um, you know, you go to all this stuff too, and you put up with it and you, you go and <laughs> you guys video the, uh, the good and the bad. You are so much more understanding than my wife is with me sometimes. It's amazing. Um, but like Not you guys, always. Uh, <laughs> well, we were talking and I was telling, you know, my wife's, uh, born and bred. Matter of fact, we live in the neighborhood, the very neighborhood where she grew up. And that wasn't by plan. We were visiting her parents, and I'll never forget, it was a Saturday morning. I had, we lived across town. We had kind of moved to the area, and, um, and as I said, I'm a painter. I, we ship paintings to people. That's what we do. And the male people wouldn't pick up uh, the paintings going outbound from our old condo. So we'd have to take them to her parents, drop them off there, and then Monday or whatever, they would pick the paintings up from their house. So we were doing that, and on the way home, my wife's like, hey, there's an open house. Let's go check it out. And I'm like, Danny, I'm covered in paint. I've, I've been working. I, you know, they're going to have me mow the grass or something if we stop in there. That ain't going to work. And she's like, let's just do it. And so we can't. And I'm like, you don't understand. Buying a house it, it takes months, you know. It's a big process. It's involved. Anyway, we went and looked at the house and closed on it. We moved in like three weeks later. It was crazy, and um, I will, you know, I was proven wrong uh, once again. But uh, I should just be quiet. And listen to my wife a little bit. The moral of that story. <laughs> but um, no, we we live here. So we, but we. Anyway, she grew up here. So we go to Disney a lot. You know, we got this annual passes and, you know, we're one of those people that add up our times. We're, we're like, ah, we got to go this many times to pay for the pass, you know, to make it worth it. Right. And she, um, one of the vacations I was complaining, I'm like, man, we've been to Disney so many times. If we go to Animal Kingdom, the animals recognize us. They're like, oh, here they are. I mean, we go a lot. 
you know? And I said, I want to do something different. And she's like, okay, Picasso, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, there's this big art museum that everybody talks about up by uh, Sarasota called the Ringling. I would like to oh, go. Yeah. Why don't we go for yeah. the weekend and do something different, you know? And I love Figment, don't get me wrong, but we've been to Disney a sure. lot. And yeah. she, um, well, because it's easy and we already have the pass, you know what I mean? And everybody we know has vacation clubs, so, you know, we're always trading points or borrowing points or, you know, this and that. We we haven't went down that path of owning ourselves, but um, yet, I'm sure that's in the future. Um so we watched your video. I looked. I said, I'm going to look up the Ringling and see. I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff to do besides the museum. I couldn't believe I was getting my way. And uh, I, I Googled, I YouTube it. And you guys were the first video that popped up, and I got hooked watching your video oh, about great. the Ringling. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I'm not really sure that the Sarasota video is ranking all that well, to be honest. But Sarasota is one of our favorite towns that we have visited i i don't know why we just like sarasota so much uh we could never afford to live there uh, but right. uh, but it sure is beautiful <laughs> and the wrinkling is like the top of the list for me uh for that i love that art museum it's it's amazing it feels like you've been transported to europe and we'll never be able to afford to go to europe but <laughs> you know we can dream yeah. uh, so so um, the, right now, the closest we can get is uh, Ringling at Sarasota. <laughs> well, you, you guys, it, it's awesome. When we got married, it was so funny. My wife's like, you know, I want to. Go, she wanted to go to Europe on the honeymoon, and she goes, I want to. I just don't want to pick a country. I want to go to. I said, well, Epcot, it is. We can go around the yes, world. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Right, that's what we did uh, for for Elena's birthday every year. Um, I, she loves to go to a Japanese steakhouse. I, we've only mm. done two of them on our channel. Um, uh, one of them, one year we just didn't video it, um, and uh, maybe we could have, but uh, I don't know. Just every once in a while, you get creator burnout. Maybe you experience that as a painter and a podcaster, but um, we just took a break and didn't do it that night. But um, no, I hear you. And, and and frankly, I'm not really sure. We just went to a Benihana that time. But um, anyway, another nice. time we went to the one on International Drive. That okay. one hasn't really gotten as many views, but um, it was one of our earlier videos. And then this year we did um, the Japanese Steakhouse in Epcot, and she was super surprised. She didn't expect that I was taking her to a Japanese steakhouse, and uh, especially not the one in Epcot. Uh, Tepen Edo, I think it's what's called. And then yeah, that's the um, downstairs afterwards, one? we rode. What's that? That's the downstairs one. That's the money one, right? The real expensive one. Oh, and then we went up. We went upstairs. Is there something different downstairs? Now I'm intrigued. I don't know. My sister-in-law, they, you know, because well. They were their life was totally different. They just uh, we have a niece. Uh, they had a child, and um, now they're always incredibly budget conscious themselves. And uh, so they used to go to all the fancy places. And they were talking about this, you know, this really expensive steakhouse that was downstairs. We went to the one upstairs. That's the one where they make the volcano out of the onions, right? You're sitting there with yeah, a bunch of people at the table. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The yeah. Best part. 
I'm telling you, she loves all the we same were lame there. jokes every year. It doesn't matter which Japanese steakhouse uh, you go to; they always tell the same jokes, <laughs> so, and she loves that. Except for, I would even say that the one at Disney was less entertaining because they—I don't even remember him telling very many jokes. Um, uh, did he? I think he at least did the. He did the volcano at least, right? He did. Yeah, he did. He did when we were there. I'm telling you, we went. This was right after we got married. We got married a week before they closed everything. So, and and I was kind of joking, but it, and I really wasn't. Um, we that's where we went. We didn't really wasn't it technically a honeymoon. It's just we already had the passes and we wanted to get the heck out of town for uh, a couple days after the wedding, you know. And so we were sitting at that Japanese steakhouse, and he's doing the thing like you're talking. He's telling he, you know, kind of lame jokes, and he's everybody's sitting there. Now, here's the thing. I don't carry a cell phone, not for any uh, any big reason or anything. I'm not cool or something. I'm cheap. I'm always with my wife. She has a cell phone. What do I need a cell phone for, you know? I'm not recording videos, you know? So we're sitting there, and he's making the volcano, and everybody's phone, it was like a movie. Everybody's phones start going off, and they're looking at their phones, and you can see the color drain out of their face. And I'm like, what the heck's going on, man? Are the missiles flying? Do we need to crawl under this? T- What's happening? You know, and then Danny's looking at her phone, and she's like, Disney just announced they're closing the park. And I'm like, if Disney is walking away from $18 hamburgers, this is serious because, you know, they're on it as far as making money. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, we need to get the heck out of here. And so we went home that night, actually. <laughs> we were I was nervous. I didn't know what was going to happen. All I knew is Disney was circling the wagons. We better uh, circle our own. And uh, was that? Yeah. Was that for the pandemic? Yeah, for the pandemic. They were closing the park. Oh, like, okay. oh man, wow, I can't see crazy. them. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, they, I think they were only closed like a couple days or something. And and yeah. we went back when the when the park was closed. They did contemporary. And uh, that was made, we could have made if we were YouTubing at that point, uh, we could have uh, made some Disney reopening videos and really would have gotten a lot of views. But oh, uh, yeah. alas, we we missed a lot of opportunities uh, for like current events and stuff like that. <laughs> well, you guys are the cool parents. I'm telling you, if I was a parent taking my kids to Disney, we would ride around the monorail, and that would be the big <laughs> trip. I'm like, hey, look at all the people there. Um, oh, that's what this we is used the to ride on a rail. And actually, now to be honest, I think that's what Vivian enjoys more than anything else. <laughs> so, My she wife likes is the. So happy. Um, oh, go ahead. Go um, ahead. What, she likes the. Um, oh man, what's the? Yeah, the Skyliner. <laughs> that's her favorite. She wants to ride that. And we're like, that's the free thing, and then she wants to play on the playground <laughs> at Epcot. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all preschoolers care about. They just want to go to the playgrounds. Yeah, and you guys point them out, and we discover stuff. Like I said, we go to Disney all the time and everything. You guys mentioned that restaurant that's up above the land area right there. I had no idea. Oh who's yeah, there. the garden one. That's yeah. a good one. That's actually yeah, probably been my like, favorite character dining experience. Uh, that one and and uh, what's the the Riviera Resort one? Topolinos. Uh, yeah, Topolinos was mm. pretty good, but I think I liked the land better. Um, yeah, the food was good at that one. Yeah, it's a little more like home style. 
comfort food. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Oh, yeah. we like and you guys, you know, it was so funny. You were doing one. I can't remember which video <laughs> it was. Here's from here. Is he it was, um, Yeah. And he said, we like to eat. He goes, Pierce is on. All right. All right, yeah. He's our hungry it. little guy. Pierce, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, newest member of the Aiken uh, family there. Um, he's a youngster. What you, what, he's about, what, six months now, or is he older than that? He's a year now. He's 15 months. Really? He's, he's a- wow. Wow, that's amazing. 
That is amazing. Well, you guys go to all the cold stuff, and you mentioned my wife's favorite ride, the pe- uh, was it the People Mover, the one that goes. It's so boring, but we have oh, to we go did on it. Every time. But we did. Uh... Yeah, she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like to go on Mission Space. Nobody will go on it with me. Um, you know. Oh. We got to go on the People Mover instead. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what my entire family says. Um, what's cool? It's very a, cool. This oh, is crazy. Is a love it or hate it a ride? <laughs> I really want to go. My big thing is uh, that new uh, the space elevator restaurant. I want to go eat there. And my wife's yeah, like, Yeah, we thought yeah, about doing know, a video for too that expensive. one too. It is I pretty know. pricey. I, well, you know, it's it's. I, that's just it, you know. She's like, we can do that, or we can do eight other things. What would you want to? I'm like, we'll do the eight other things. <laughs> we'll get you your Dole yeah. Whip. Dole is more important than being in space. I don't know. You know, it's crazy. Well, you guys make these videos and you edit them. No, do you do all the production work on these yourselves, or do you send them out? I mean, you yes. don't have to answer if you don't want to. I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah, I do. I do all the editing myself. How? So nope. yeah, we we do all Let the videography and the photography and the editing and the script writing and. <laughs> when you we were a youngster, Anthony, did you like want to get into film production or making movies or something? Because you're real good at this uh, at making these videos. Uh, uh, not really, but actually, it's funny though because Elena's the one with the multimedia degree, uh, ah. <laughs> and uh, she and uh, she's not interested at all in creative work. Like she doesn't enjoy, um, she doesn't enjoy like creating. It's my job to keep the kids alive and to keep them happy during adventures. So all of the production falls on Anthony. And so that's why that is the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do a really good job of it. I got to tell you though, you guys have cost me some money. You guys have cost me some money in the fact, I don't know, you were doing one about Fort Lauderdale and you're at some mansion or someplace and you're doing your travel video you know you're doing oh, your thing and i'm yeah we're watching it and then you mentioned oh and here was their orchid house and my wife looks at me and i'm like we don't oh, need an the orchid bonnet house. house oh the bonnet yeah house. okay so she's like well we got the space for it you could build an orchid i'm like i no i'm not building an orchid i don't like orchids <laughs> they're too much work but yeah, that almost cost me. Uh, you can you can plant them in your oak trees. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> or we can go to the bonnet house and see there. Yeah, yeah, well, that's probably know. a better idea. And that's closer to or you watch the video and not I feel like in Deerfield, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in Deerfield, a little Deerfield Beach. Um, yeah, there's not a lot going on here. It's kind of a sleepy town. It's got some a few things. You, know. you guys, I don't know, like there's. Yeah, we actually we we're planning to cover Deerfield in uh, the short future. Um, the um, mainly there's like a splash pad there. It only costs like a dollar to get into. It's actually pretty nice uh, uh, public oh, park. Yeah. Um, so, oh. um, but actually Deerfield gets a pretty good number of tourists every year. The, every time we've been down oh, there, they, they do. Been tremendously busy. They do, and it's beautiful. I, you know, I, I shouldn't make jokes, but it, it is. It's really nice, you know. I mean, there's a reason we live here, but, you know, but they have some crazy stuff too. 
a couple years ago, they um, had this big plan. They're like, we need more tropical fish by the beach. So they made yeah. these, they, they had them construct, they paid somebody to make them, these big giant Easter Island heads. I don't know what those are called, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know, those big heads yeah. in Easter Island. Well, they had giant ones made and they floated them out on a raft and the whole town went down there. It was a big deal uh, to watch them sink. And then they were going to grow coral around them and all the fish were going to hang out. It was going to be great, you know. Sounded great on paper. What happened when they tried to sink them, a big air bubble formed and it flipped upside down and it sank that way. So now we've got like, I think there's six <laughs> or seven of them. Head first. <laughs> yeah, upside down and the That's coral funny. has formed and the fish hang out. Uh, none of the snorkelers go there, <laughs> you know, because it's, yeah. and nobody encourages them. But yeah, it's like any little town like that. Hey, I wanted to mention too. Yeah. I was looking at your website. We have links up, ladies and gentlemen, too, um, and they're on everything. Uh, we've got the main website. We've got YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. I suggest you like and share, and definitely check out the YouTube videos. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, but also, if you go. Now, I know you guys, because you did, I think it was, I saw one, it might be more, I don't know. Um, you guys do, you know, you're active in your church and your community and whatnot. And I was looking at your website, and you wrote a book also, right? Well, uh, no, um, we share book. a book. Yeah, we share a book on our website that's called Done. Um, mm. And that was actually written by a pastor friend of mine. He pastors in Connecticut mm. now, um, but, um, but he was... Um, he was an assistant pastor at my church when I lived in California. And, uh, oh, okay. and so uh, the book that he wrote is done what most religions don't teach you about the Bible. And the um, basis of the book is that the difference between world religions and biblical Christianity is the difference between these two words do versus done. And mm. um, most man-made religions are works oriented it's all about what you can do to either appease God or to reach some level of peace or whatever. Um, whereas Christianity is summarized in the statement of Jesus from the cross where he said to telestai, which is Greek for two phrases. The first phrase is it is finished. And the second phrase is paid in full. Um, but telestai is one word that means those two things. So when Jesus cried out on the cross, it is finished. Then the, point of the New Testament is that everything that was done in the Old Testament for the sacrificial system was completed by Jesus on the cross. And so he cried out, it is finished. And Hebrews says that he sat down at the right hand of the Father. And every priest entering into the priesthood uh, would continue to minister consistently and daily and never sat down. But Jesus, when he offered up his sacrifice, sat down at the right hand of God the Father. And so what that means is that to be saved, to know the Lord, uh, means to rest in the finished work of Jesus. And then to telesi also means this, paid in full. And it means that the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So because of our sin, what we've earned on the other side of that is that we deserve death. But Jesus paid a death for us. He died for us. And uh, biblical Christianity accepts that death because First John chapter, war, uh, chapter 2 Verse number one says that he is the propitiation for our sins, 
and not fires only, but also the sins of the whole world. And that word propitiation means the satisfactory payment. So it is paid in full. And so anyway, that's kind of the essence of what that book is about. So we share that on the um, Discover Jesus section of our website. Oh, that's cool, man. That is cool. Well, and there you go, folks. You can access that there. So I'm telling you, these people cover it all. It's, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's very cool. And I really like that you guys are – it's a family-oriented um, – you know, it doesn't get too crazy. And I don't know. i got to say, I don't know how you both keep your cool sometimes. You know, we were talking before the show started. It's one of my favorite videos of yours. Um, it's the one in Disney Springs where things were, well, one or two things might have went south on you. <laughs> trying to have a yeah. trip, trying to do something, and it's just like the trials of Job started happening. You started living it. It was uh, yeah. anything and everything that could happen. It was crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, so we started and, out with a flat tire that we discovered after we were already at the park for a little while. We went back to the van to get maybe a swimsuit for Vivian uh, because she was going to play in the splash pad or fountain or something. And by the time we got back to the van, we discovered that the tire was flat. Um, and of course we had mm. just had it, the tire repaired earlier that day um, before we left home um, to make sure that it was ready to go. And what are the odds that the exact same day we get up to um, Disney Springs and just within a, like a few hours, that same tire is flat. So uh, thankfully, though, the people who did the service did reimburse us for the full replacement of the tire after Pet Boys worked on it. Oh, that's cool. in, I turned in a lot more receipts than that. I turned in the receipt for the hotel we had to take that night or uh, for the tow service and, like, all the different things <laughs> uh, for, the, for that. Um, that resulted from that from their mistake. They didn't reimburse all of that, but they did reimburse the service. I figure that's fair enough. Um, cause, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, sometimes you get to choose your battles, you know. <laughs> um, but it was so, crazy. But we also never get our it, we don't get our service done there anymore. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. It, it reminded me. Well, I remember years ago, many many years ago. That's why I do my or change our own oil now. Um, I went to one of those places to get your oil changed. And I was, I remember driving away and I was looking in the rearview mirror and saw that I was leaving a trail. They forgot to put the oil thing back, the screw thing in the bottom of the oil pan when they changed the well, oil. That's, so <laughs> that's gotta be a mechanic. Yeah. One. <laughs> I, I was not happy about it. Um, I did not yeah. maintain as well as you two maintained, um, Man, the, the tow guy showed up, and he's like, oh, the ceiling's too low. We can't lift the van. We can't tow it. I'm like, what are they <laughs> yeah. going to do? What are they? Oh, we were watching that with bated breath. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was. Well, we just figured that if we get very far as a family, if we have bad attitudes. So we just figured, you know what? We're just having a good time, and we're just going to make the best out of it. And it usually turns out fine. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, you do yeah. remember the good things, but I think that those are the things that, like, you know, of all the things that we've done on our channel, that's the that's the that's one of the first videos you brought up, um, at, you know, before we started. So it was just as memorable for you guys as it was for us to kind of share it. 
And, you know, you can look back and oh. laugh on it now. Although, you know, sometimes we are more human than vlogger. Uh, we, like, when – because things do – Things do fall apart when you're traveling, and sometimes in trying to think through the process of, like, putting something back together or restraining it for the video, we don't capture – we forget to capture, like, the, the antics of the things that fall apart. Now, I don't think we ever really get, like, super upset about anything that's going on that falls apart, um, but, um, but we sometimes forget to capture that things maybe – regularly just don't go as planned because, you know, you throw a couple of kids into a plan to go to five things in one day in one town you've never been to before, and that's just a recipe for things to yep, fall it does. at some point. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Oh. I'm telling you. Well, you guys are nice, and that's the thing, too, you know, and, and you handle it so well. I remember we were at Disney one time. We were staying at Saratoga, the, uh, the resort there, and a couple years ago, I used to be a smoker. I been a bad kid i used to smoke you know my whole life and uh you know my wife said you got to get off that you got to quit that cut that out because you know i need you around and so i moved to the vaping and uh you know to, to quit smoking now i just vape uh to this day it's, it's terrible i traded one addiction for another but we were at uh disney and i broke my vape and um yeah we had to drive 45 minutes each way to get a new vape because I was oh, getting no. grouchy. Yeah, they really yeah. have managed to build themselves quite a bubble there, haven't they? <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's crazy. But it's also very nice. I remember the first time we went to Disney, I, you know, my wife's like, hey, let's go to Disney. And I thought Disney was like a state fair. I, I didn't know. You know, I was really coming from a place of not knowing. And, yeah, uh, it was know, probably correctly there. named Disney World. It's a whole different world. <laughs> oh, it totally is. It totally is. And they, they made me feel like a king. They're like, right this way, Mr. Ross. Uh, here, your bags will be delivered to your room. You know, I'm like, I'm king. You must be paying more than we do. <laughs> no, I don't know. You, me that way. <laughs> they know our business. That was the, <laughs> I, I think that was yeah, the first one. And then they said, free. <laughs> Yes, after that, you know, they were like, eh, who cares about this guy? No, no. It's always a first-rate experience. And, you know, you guys, but we, it's we try to live by the philosophy, he that shall not remain flexible shall be bent out of shape. If you're going to travel, you really do oh. have to remain flexible. And maybe not even flexible, but fluid. <laughs> oh, it's so true. It's so true. I remember the last time we went to Animal Kingdom, um, we rolled in. Uh, to Animal Kingdom, and it started raining. And, of course, we didn't bring umbrellas or have the cool ponchos or anything. And as we're walking, as you walk up that entrance into Animal Kingdom, they have those little caves on the side. And I just yeah. brought Danny right over to uh, one of the caves, and I said, yeah, we're going to hang out in here for a little bit until um, the rain stops, you know. And she's like, well, that's kind of a boring thing. I said, no, it's not. Watch. Watch all these families <laughs> yelling at each other who are soaking wet and you know it's it's going to be very entertaining and it was on it our was. website we have a surviving disney essentials kit and among those are that the real disney people have ponchos for themselves and their strollers and they're equipped for mm. all of the different weather conditions so you can see the like you can see the people who are just vacationers and maybe it's you know, their first time versus the people who like they you know annual pass holders or people who make annual trips 
to uh, pilgrimages to <laughs> Disney. But the ponchos, oh, yeah. like the rain don't stop them. They pay their The ponchos are only <laughs> effective if you bring them into the park. Is all going to If you leave them in your van, they do not help you. <laughs> so, so oh, yeah, we have more so, than one Disney video that ends with us like soaking wet. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot. Oh, Animal, Animal, Kingdom, Animal Kingdom seems to be the. I don't know why, but for us, it always rains when we go to Animal Kingdom every oh, single time. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Bay Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love. S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime. And treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. 
We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Oh, yeah. It, it's us, too. Us, too. It's it's so weird. You know, and one of the ones you guys were doing, and you had the stroller covered, and I don't know, something happened, the wind blew or something, yeah. and it got wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the but wind you guys blew the poncho you guys off of the that. stroller. That, yeah, that was, in, that was in Epcot. Of course, Elena was a little more in panic mode at that moment, and I was, like, videoing it because I'm like, we have to capture this moment because <laughs> uh, – in my mind, we had to turn that video into views so that I could pay for a replacement gimbal because <laughs> that right. was going to be close to 200 bucks. Uh, so anyway, but she's like, will you, will you put the phone down and take the baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys include all the good and the bad, and I love that because there's an, an honesty to it, um, or at least it comes across that way. And I think that's yeah. great. I think it's, it's phenomenal. Um, let me ask you from, because this is something I know nothing about. I mean, you know, yeah, podcasts, I know how many people, you know, I get a thing every week, how many people listen this week, and, you know, blah, 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 and what country they're in, and all this and that. But you, with YouTube, you really um, uh, have to do it. I mean, I mean, you got to keep on top of that, as I understand it, right? Uh, because there's, it's, it's monetized. I mean, you get paid right, so- for yeah, it's, stuff, so right? the monetization kind of works a couple of different ways. Um, so ad, YouTube AdSense is kind of the form of monetization that most people are familiar with. So when you are watching our videos and you have to sit through an advertisement, then we get a certain percentage of each of those placed ads uh, for our videos. Um, and um, so, you know, but that's, that's kind of small. The other side of it is that you can also do brand deals and sponsorships. So for us to keep up with, like to be able to pitch to brands for brand deals and sponsorships or for comp accommodations or for comp travel or, you know, anything from a brand standpoint, uh, then um, we keep track of all of our analytics for all of our social platforms. So we know we can present to them, okay, these are how many impressions that we have how many views, mm. um, you know, this is our average view duration per video. This is, you know, what the performance looks like. And then also, you know, keeping track of even individual videos for particular case studies that we've done with other brands in the past so that we can, you know, leverage more lucrative brand deals in the future and so on. And we're really kind of just getting started with that because we still have fewer than 10,000 subscribers, which, you know, in fact, you really don't need, like, most of the brands are more interested in the quality of your visuals than they are with your reach. Um, but, you know, a lot, of, a lot of brand deals really are on Instagram, and that's kind of our smallest account. I mean, we have more followers on Facebook and more followers on YouTube than we do on right. Instagram. I'm the same way. And, so, and that's because, like, Instagram is not, was not my world before doing this. 
So well, it's taken me a little while to grow the Instagram account. It's really been more of like a residual effect from our YouTube channel. The Instagram was a right. runner's world, and YouTube was mine. <laughs> so that's that's like my wife. My wife's always on it. She doesn't even go on Facebook. She has an account, but she never even goes on there. Um, and she's on on Instagram and TikTok. Man, that's her thing, you know. And like I said, I don't use a phone, so Instagram's a pain for me. You have to use the PC, and it's not nearly as cool as if you use a phone. Um, I don't know. I, I even thought about getting a phone just for that. But I, then I think, eh, I've got other things to do today. I don't think I'm going to waste that much time on Instagram, you know. Um, yeah. But I probably should. I should, you know. Uh, but it's it's cool that you guys are hitting all the markets and whatnot, you know, all the different uh, – social media platforms, you know, very smart. And I have found a lot of these YouTube um, folks, uh, uh, pr- producers, influencers, um, ha- ha- are smart with that stuff. You know, you got to know that stuff. And um, yeah, it's, um, actually, well. yeah, a lot of, um, there are lots of people who are full-time YouTubers and content creators and they travel the world or various other things. And it is their business but it is a business model and I think sometimes people scoff at it because they don't understand it but um, it's, it's it's basically a, it's a form of marketing and um, right. so an essence of a person is in YouTube and unless they a lot of YouTubers though also have other businesses and they use YouTube as a platform to drive people to um, uh, to their other services um, and I think the number one thing you see in Florida as an example of that is like, I mean, our huge competitors uh, in the YouTube space, um, not that competition really works in the same way there, but our real estate agents, um, ah. real, realtors make tons and tons and tons of YouTube videos about their area. And, um, mm. um, and <laughs> sometimes they're, you know, on green screens and like not necessarily um, well produced, but sometimes they'll spend lots and lots of money to hire um, companies to make their YouTube videos for them. They can hire influencers. Uh, mm. the, uh, in, influencer marketing is actually a huge bargain for brands because they really don't pay influencers quite the same amount that they pay uh, traditional video marketing companies, uh, which are very, very expensive and can cost tens of thousands of dollars for just a, um, you know, um, similarly produced YouTube video. But, um, influencers come with um, videography, photography skills, and um, and and then also their own audience and reach. So, um, right. so you know, like if you were going to hire a family like ours to do a photo shoot, um, then you would be looking at day rates for each of the children and hair and makeup and wardrobe for my wife and myself and the kids. But we do our own hair and makeup and wardrobe. I don't wear makeup. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, hair and makeup and wardrobe and, and all those things. And um, and our children are with us. And, um, and then also we are competent videographers and photographers. Um, so it's uh, significantly less expensive to get a similarly and probably even better reaching um, material with influencer marketing. Um, because it's relatable, right? I mean, when right. you look at our video and it is, you know, you see, oh, this is a family who's actually going to do that. It's different than if it's just the brand did it themselves. 
It's like, no, this is actually a family who went and experienced that they're actually giving me a review and a tour and they're interested and they care about the same things that I care about. The brand might want to emphasize some particular things, but those things wouldn't be important to other people who are just like us, the average consumer. Um, so right. that's why influencer marketing is so effective, but that's, that is the business side of it. Um, and, um, well, you, you know, guys, smart influencers will know what they're doing there. You guys do it very smart, I think. And I'll tell you, and I'm not, I'm not as my wife, but she's a little younger. So, you know, she has all these cool terms that you guys would know. Um, I'm not throwing shade at anybody. Don't send me emails, people. <laughs> um, but um, I like watching the Aitken Adventures videos because they're not super long. I tell you one of the most boring things in the world, and if anybody's listening, I'm not trying to, and if you make these types of videos, I'm not trying to put you down. I'm just giving you some honest feedback. It's great that you went to food and wine. I don't want to sit there for three hours and watch you go to every booth and then talk about what you had, you know? And there's a lot of those videos out there uh, on YouTube. And, you and know? truly there is. But, you know, the reason those videos seem to do so well, though, is that people watch – material on the basis of like if you're going to make content then you need to solve a problem for somebody's life so either that's going to be entertainment or it's going to be boredom or isolation or something so those vloggers who make those really long videos those are going to be heavily recommended by the algorithm because they keep people on the platform longer and the people who are watching those watch them for a different reason than people watch our videos so my assumption is that people come and watch our videos for fun information Um, but uh, so we do lean more informative, and there is a drawback to that, which I can talk about in just a moment. But on the other side of it, though, I don't actually – I'm not a huge consumer of, like, just the long secondhand experience content, but a lot of people are. And I think they like watching those because, like, if you live somewhere else in the world um, and you right. can't just have Disney World in your backyard, it makes you feel like you're there good enough for you to – so you'll tune in and watch – this guy go there every single day and this other guy go there every single day and just kind of have that watch list of these three or four people and see what they're doing today at Disney world. And that's what they're doing. They're there every day. Um, I'm but, um, we were there New Year's Eve and people were live streaming, you know, they were going around Epcot to all the little parties that they were having. And, uh, yeah. you know, they had their just phones talking out to live everybody streaming. else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, I I thought that was boring as anything. I I told my and she's like, yeah, but think about it. if you live in Des Moines, Iowa, maybe it's pretty interesting to watch. You know, if you're sitting at home on a New sure. Year's Eve and you know, I I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. She's always right. She's we, always right, Elena. What we run into with our right. content. <laughs> yeah, well, that's definitely that's always true in our house. <laughs> Elena's usually right. Uh, so. The um. But the drawback to our channel, uh, though, I think, you know, it's something that we have to sort of address as we continue to make content is that usually we rank really well in search. So if someone's already searching for Fort Lauderdale and they're looking for something to do there, Mm. then they find our content, which makes us highly discoverable. But then it makes our channel really utilitarian. So people will come watch that. And unless they really get hooked by, like, wanting to know more facts, across Florida, then they're not likely to continue watching beyond getting that information. Um, so that, that's kind of like the opposite side of where we kind of get stuck with what, uh, what I do. But I think, you know, but we produce that style of content because that's what I look for when I travel somewhere. 
um, is I just want the facts. <laughs> but, um, but you know, we sort of – I think we've tried to strike a balance with that with also adding some vlogs that are well edited and kind of to the point and kind of share an experience that we had. And I'm trying to learn a little bit more how to make that content more appealing and um, to a broader audience base. Well, I'm telling you, the, the videos are great. I I watched the one, I tell you, as someone who's still getting used to hurricanes, I watched your hurricane videos. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know if, uh, you know, kids are such a bad thing. Uh, their little one <laughs> helped him get the porch organized because I'm the one who does everything oh, yeah. here. And I don't yeah. have any help, you know. Um, but, well, no, but she I still needed to clean that up. She made the mess. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And she did. And, you know, it was great. But, you know, and it was so funny because you're like, yeah, we bought all these snacks. We ate them the first night. Or I ate them the first night. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, what everybody said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, hey, I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, yeah. This is what we do. Um, need to buy double next time. Oh, I would just eat those two. I would just eat those two. But, um, yeah, you guys got through it and whatnot, you know, and, and did your thing. And they're great videos. I suggest everybody go over and check them out and whatnot. And uh, and start leaving. I need to start leaving comments because I watch all these, and I never leave comments. I should leave comments. And I'm going to start, you know. You've inspired me because um, I think that helps, right, when people leave comments and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Our engagement rate is probably the most important factor for YouTube recommending our videos, and we probably should be making more statements to recommend that people leave comments or, you know, smash the like button or whatever. Um, it would probably be doing a little better if I remembered all of those elements. Uh, you know, probably I should have a checklist of all the things that we need to include in every video, call to actions and so on. Um, but, uh, yeah, it really um, – those engagement rates do help us with being able to do, you know, various brand deals and things in the future as well because it shows that we have a highly engaged, highly interested audience. It proves that to the algorithm, recommends our videos even farther. And uh, then also it helps us to make better content. Uh, when people comment on particular things, especially if they have questions, it helps us to know what people are interested in and what they need and helps us to better need so we can make better videos in the future. No, oh, absolutely. And, folks, it isn't just Disney videos. There are some Disney – there's videos on everything, though. You guys went to some fancy, uh, real fancy uh, mansion over Christmas, and, um, yeah, I don't know. My oh, yeah, the, Danny was like, oh, we need to go there. Yeah, the sure. Biltmore. Yeah, the oh, Biltmore estate. Uh, it was, uh, that's the Vanderbilt home in Asheville, North Carolina, and it is uh, – it's America's largest home. And uh, it's still – it's still technically privately owned by the Vanderbilt family, although they don't live there. I think um, I actually think that some segment of the Vanderbilt family lives on a portion of the property, but there are thousands of acres um, for them to choose from. But they still leave it open for the public, um, and it's um it's beautiful at Christmas time. It's beautiful year round. I've only ever been at Christmas time though, and Elena only ever went that one time, even though she lives in uh, South Carolina. Just a short distance from there. Kind of close. Yeah. Well, you guys, like I said, that's how I discovered you guys looking something up and, you know, and then I, I was just hooked and I, we went to other places you guys have uh, recommended and whatnot, you know, it's, it's an amazing, an amazing channel. You're super good at it. Um, 
you know, is, is this something you, you're doing this full time now? No, it's not full time. Uh, it's we actually this really only represents a very small percentage of our life. Uh, we we do mm. it about once a week. Nice, nice. Well, that's cool. That's a good thing to be doing. You know, could be so many other not good things to be doing. <laughs> you know, you're doing great. <laughs> you're like, here we are going to eat pancakes once again. No, no, they don't. Be on that phone. <laughs> Although pancakes are awesome, um, especially yeah, when you have them at dinner. Wonderful. I'm just saying, you know, when you get crazy with it. Uh, very, very cool. Well, it, it it amazes me. Do you think that you're going to move into other areas of video uh, and and whatnot? Like, like, do you, are you up for being hired? Like you were talking about before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, we um, we in fact we do have sponsorship deals. Um, and we just completed a project with the Daytona Travel Bureau. Um, we're currently trying to negotiate with another travel bureau, so we'll see what happens with that. Nice. Um, and, um, and uh, you know, some of the things that we do are unpaid and some of the things that we do are paid. It just depends upon the value of what they're offering on the other side in comparison to the amount of work right. that they have to put in. Because we have to, you know, charge reasonable rates because this is a business for us, so... Um, yeah, well, and it's, you do it very well, and it doesn't surprise me that you're you're getting other work. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's just a matter of time before Anthony gets a drone, folks, and you're going to get those crazy uh, state park drone uh, footage. And the no, I, I'm kidding. Um, he's like, no, I want a drone, Jamie. <laughs> I yeah, want well, a drone I, really a drone bad. Might not be too bad. The challenging thing on the other side of that, because I have thought about it, is if that we are doing it on the basis of, like, if we do hire ourselves out for drone footage shots and stuff, uh, then we'll have to mm. get licensing and stuff. And so I haven't really – I guess, you know, I mean, if you're going to do something, you may as well do it all the way and commit to it. But <laughs> I was like, well, it was an investment of another amount of time that I would need to do. Uh, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, business is any type of business. You know, and it's, it's so – I just want to say this because this is, is so true. I, I've had a million businesses. I'm an old man. The thing is, folks, is everybody thinks they can do a business, and no matter what type of business it is, and there's always a million things you didn't think about and expenses you didn't think about. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It just happens. Be prepared for it. <laughs> you know? Um, Got to have nice fun. This is that you know, on the other side of what looks like discretionary spending to other people, because this is a business for us, it's, you know, like our food purchases, our inventories for our taxes. Right. You know, we, um, and, and so we are able to write off the experiences. I mean, the other side of that though, is that we, you know, receive um, things that we also have to declare those, but, you know, right. Um, it's a, it can be a very helpful tax write off. <laughs> Absolutely. Been in those plates, man. Been in those plates. We, uh, yeah, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you. I knew a guy who in, lived in New Mexico. He used to write off his dog as a security expense. And, um, you know, he did get audited. I will say that. <laughs> so I'm not saying that's a good idea, folks. But, yeah, you got to get a, uh, you got to keep track of all that stuff, man. It's important. It's important. Well, it's been a pleasure, Anthony. Uh, you know, I talked to, I remember when we set this up. I'm like, oh, yeah, half hour. Here it is going on an hour. Oh, my gosh. I feel like Joe Rogan. It's crazy. Um, no, no, I'm <laughs> there not you go. like Joe Rogan, folks. Um, 
But uh, very, very cool. I'm going to keep right in touch with you guys. I'm going to keep watching your videos. I'm going to start commenting on them. I want everybody to do that. When you guys get down this, this neck of the woods, let us know. Let us know. We'll all go out for hamburgers or something, you know? Yeah, or we know. That's good. <laughs> Absolutely. You have a friend down this neck of the woods. And you guys aren't that far. I think you guys – are you guys based in Orlando or someplace? No, are you on the, uh, on the Treasure Atlantic Coast. Side? Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, not that far. Not that far. Very cool. It's funny. Have you guys noticed since you moved to Florida, everybody who's not from Florida, they'll come to visit and they're like, yeah, we're going to be in Sarasota. Uh, you know, you want to meet up and uh, get drinks or something? And I'm like, that's like seven hour, a seven hour drive each way, man. Um, uh, yeah, no, we're not only three hours for us, so that's nice. But yeah, the same thing happens with like people who come to like Pensacola or Destin, and the Panhandle's like eight right. hours away from us. <laughs> yeah, it takes us just as long to get to South Carolina than it does to do, get to the other side of Florida. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, mm, it's Florida has such cool things too. That, you know, this, and you guys really touch on that. I am really amazed. You know, I went to that Coral Castle. I thought that would be boring. No, it was fascinating. Fascinating. That mystery house. Oh, yeah, mystery we house. haven't done that yet. I really want to go. Um, it's tricky. And actually, you were talking about the burying of the, East, like the Easter Island heads uh, for coral and stuff. I just saw the other day about there's like a, a tribute to the lost city of Atlantis just off the coast of of Miami where coral was going. Oh, yeah. And it was um, – but it was – it's actually – was actually produced by a, um, um, like a mortuary service, a, a funeral company, um, and oh. it's a giant mausoleum. And so people will have their relatives buried there. Um, maybe maybe ashes and and urns and stuff. But yeah, that was. But people scuba there and stuff. It's like a graveyard at sea. And um, well, anyway, weird. I don't know if we'll ever do any scuba or anything. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Right. But also at the same time, though, it's uh, that is it's uh, you know I saw some of the footage from it. That's a pretty incredible thing. But Florida's got a lot oh. of crazy stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I remember when I lived in San Diego, they had a thing. All the homeless and poor people that passed away, that's where they would they take them out in the ocean, and they had a I can't remember it was friends of. Poseidon or something like that it was called. And that was the budget funeral is, you know, you went 30 miles, 20 miles out or something. Some, I don't know, folks. You, I'm sure you can look it up. But it's, uh, yeah, they, they were doing that 10 years ago out there. Um, I wouldn't want to be scuba dive because I would run into somebody. Oh, what's this? You know, it looked like Dexter or something. <laughs> be bad. It wouldn't be good. I don't know if are floating in the water there, but. <laughs> that is strange. So. Yeah. That's New Orleans. You know, I can't wait. And I'm sure you guys, as the kids, I mean, it's not like you're going to run out of things to go video in Florida because there's so many things, you know, um, so many things. It's uh, I'm a big nostalgia nut. I love, like, uh, the retro thing. I love going on Tammy Amy Trail on the uh, Gulf side and seeing all those old hotels. Unfortunately, you know, they're all – drug dens and stuff now, but in the day, they seemed like they were pretty cool, you know? Um, I don't know. It's crazy. Have you guys done the, um, what's that over in Fort Myers, North Fort Myers, the uh, the Shell Factory? Have you guys done that one? 
Because that's kind of weird. No, I've, I haven't even heard oh, of that. Oh, man. Oh, be careful with the little ones, man. I took yeah. my wife there, and we were walking through, and all of a sudden they had this giant – there's all these different rooms and weird themes that don't match. And then we turned the corner and went into this room, and it was all taxidermy, like bad taxidermy. Oh, okay. <laughs> my wife was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, it was very creepy. Very creepy. And you said it's called like, the Shell Factory? Yeah, the Shell Factory in North Fort Myers. Ooh, it might be good okay. for a Halloween Oh, okay. We did, we did Fort Myers proper, but we didn't do North Fort Myers. Oh, we ate at a Mexican restaurant in North Fort Myers, but that was all we did there as far. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, no, I'm not, again, I'm not throwing shade at anything. I'm sure the Shell Factory is very nice and people enjoy it and whatnot. Um, it's weird. They have a subway in there and a uh, post office. I thought that was strange. Um, I've never okay. been to a place with post office, like a tourist place, but you could send yeah. postcards, I guess. Maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys, the videos are great. And again, folks, Aitken Adventures, just pop it into YouTube. Pop it into that search. Pop it into Google. It comes up right away. I don't know who does your SEO, but they're doing a good job on it. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's us. <laughs> Buy them and a cup of coffee. One-man band. <laughs> nice. Well, we're not really a one-man band. We're a one-family band. <laughs> one-family band. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, uh, I do, it, uh, you know, it's, uh, it wouldn't be what it is without everybody's contribution. So. Oh, yeah, well, it's fun to watch, you know, when Pierce wakes up and he looks around and he smiles, everybody's like, yeah, he's enjoying it. He likes yeah. being oh, in uh, <laughs> Magic Kingdom. He likes lunch on time. And, and, <laughs> he tolerates oh, yeah. everything else. He loves to eat. <laughs> He's along for oh, the food. Man. Uh, Vivian's along for the adventure. Pierce is along for the food. Yep. So. Oh, it's, it's great. It's great. And like I said, it's, it's cool stuff. It ain't just Disney, folks. It isn't just Disney. Um, although the Disney ones are hilarious just because I can relate to them. I agree with you on those hot dogs at that uh, Casey's hot dog. Oh, okay. They're good, Porter, a yeah. regular hot dog. They get weird on some of the things they make, you know? They really <laughs> They're like, can come up with some stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that I'm telling you, we always... Strange. <laughs> I wouldn't I, be... I don't, I've, never, I'm... I've never had a funnel cake and had a hot dog and thought, you know what? This needs to be combined. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, somebody, somebody at Disney did. Imagineer that, right? Your video on the uh, the Mickey's scary adventure thing or party or whatever it was yeah, saved the, us money. Yeah, the Christmas party. Yeah, we're always leaving Disney. It seems when everybody's walking in and they're because uh, they, they do it in the evening, you know, and sure. with the Halloween one at least. And my wife, you know, we're kind of weird. Our house looks like the Adams family house. We're artists, you know. Of course, it's going to be a little strange, but um, you know, we're both ex-goth kids and stuff and so we're always like yeah maybe we should go for it maybe we should write you know buy the tickets and i watched your christmas one and i'm like it seems the same thing that we're getting but with some different lighting and i'm, I'm not that <laughs> i don't think we're buying the tickets folks sorry disney <laughs> up the game a little bit <laughs> you know but i'm not complaining about that that sounds like vivian right there Oh, that's still oh, here. That's here. <laughs> All right. He's having a good time. That's his, that's nice. his hungry sound. So. Yeah, ah. 
Well, we'll, we'll wrap this up then so he can eat. Sir Pierce can eat. Um, that's important. He's a growing boy. Very, very cool. Thank you both so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you guys are wicked busy. You know, and you guys are cool turned up to 10. If you ever wake up in the morning and you think, I don't know if I want to do this uh, today, keep doing it because you have fans and, and we love it. You know, seriously. Well, that's encouraging. Thank you so much. Yeah, and it was great. It's great being able to make contact. Every once in a while, we'll be out visiting somewhere, and somebody will stop us and say, hey, we watch your videos. And uh, we'll usually mm-hmm. try to take a picture with them and, and uh, different things because uh, it's, it's, um, uh, we're, we're fans of our fans. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, we, uh, anytime you guys come down this neck of the woods, we've got a guest room. We live a couple, mi- you know, like a mile from the beach. So, it's a good stop off, <laughs> you know, and uh, so, you know, and it's, uh, it's so cool. I like having adventures in Florida and you guys are the, the go-to on where to go. And I think that's cool, you know, seriously. Well, very cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. I kept the uh, Aikens way longer than I was supposed to, but they're fascinating to talk to. I couldn't help it. Um, we will be back. That's going to wrap it up for us for the week. We'll be back next Tuesday. We've got a uh, uh, Doug McCorkle on. He is such a cool guest. He's been on a couple times. He uh, he is just cool turned up to 10. He's another, it's another interesting story. They has a documentary called I'm an Electric Lampshade. For those who don't know, Doug is 60 years old. He's been an accountant his whole life. And suddenly he said, you know what? I don't want to do this my whole life. I want to be a rock star. And he is. (laughs) He became one. He's huge in Asia and all over the world. And, um, yeah, we have him on. So it's an interesting documentary. It's a cool story. And uh, very, very cool. So we will talk to everybody next time. If you're going somewhere this, uh, you know, or if you don't have anything to do this weekend and you're down this neck of the woods, um, check out Aiken Adventures. Just scroll, go to their YouTube and scroll through. There's, you know, I don't know how many videos you guys have. What, 500 or something? There's a ton of videos. Not quite that many yet, uh, but there are a few hundred. I think we might be close to 300 now. I'm a deal over. I haven't looked at that number in a little while. Just keep turning them out and (laughs) try to forget about that. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing, you know, everything. and, And it's. It's cool how you have it broken down on YouTube, too. I like that, you know, where you can, uh, yeah, I want to go to a zoo. I want to go here. I'm going to this town, you know, or I'm doing this. Very, very cool. And, and it, folks, here's a big thing, too, that we didn't even mention. They're, they are so, they point out so many things, especially if you have a youngster, um, that you can do on the cheap or if not free, <laughs> You know, they'll tell you where the cool free – they'll go through Disney and say, ah, there's a free play area over here. And, you know, we go to those because some of them are inside and air-conditioned. Like, yeah, let's go in here for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah, have go. a good time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, after you've waited in that Avatar line, that's a nice thing to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, okay, guys. We will see you next time. Thanks, yeah, Anthony. thank you Thanks so much for having us on, and God bless you guys. Yeah, thank you, you too. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye.
This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.